Good afternoon, everyone. I'd like to, uh, to welcome you to Waikwine Manor on behalf of the Oikwine Foundation and especially Minister Nixon, who is going to make some announcement today. And Minister Nixon, thank you. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for being here this beautiful afternoon in Calgary. What a beautiful day. I want to thank all of you for taking the time. Thank you, Frank, uh, for hosting us today. I'm happy to be here to make what I think is a very important announcement in regards to housing. I want to first start off by making clear that housing remains the highest priority uh, for my department and amongst the highest priorities for the Alberta government. That's why over the next uh, several years, between now and 2031, we are going to be continuing to invest $9 billion in partnership with all of our partners. Uh, to be able to build 25,000 new homes and to ensure that all Albertans have a safe place and an affordable place to call home. Uh, while we're doing that, that takes sometimes years to be able to develop projects like that, and we've been traveling around the province looking for other unique solutions. And one of the things that I've heard from all of our partners is that there is a lot of housing sitting online right now that uh, needs maintenance, that is not able to be able to use, to be able to help deal with the circumstances that we face right now. And the number one thing that I've heard from our housing partner providers is that we must focus on capital maintenance and renewal, and particularly targeted units that may not be available right now, but with a little bit of maintenance could come online and be able to help with the housing situation that we face right now. And that's why I'm pleased to announce that, one, I heard you loud and clear, and today I am announcing uh, that Alberta's government will be immediately providing $16 million more million to bring outdated affordable housing units back into use all across the province. Now I want to be clear, this is new money. This is not money that was in budget uh, 2023, and it is on top of the already $94 million that we've already committed to provide in this year's budget for capital maintenance and renewable projects for affordable housing all across the province. We are already working right now with housing providers to identify projects that can be completed immediately and be able to have the biggest impact on the housing situation across the province. Since 2019, we have already invested nearly $700 million in housing and built more than 4,600 units of housing across the province. This year alone, my department announced funding for $125 million worth of projects through the Affordable Housing Partnership Program, and shovels are in the ground and building 1,100 new homes for Albertans right now. This is leadership, and Alberta is proud to be doing it. On the other hand, we see with the federal government continuing down the road of policies that are having negative and devastating impacts when it comes to the affordability crisis, and particularly when it comes to housing. I did notice today that the Prime Minister and Minister Fraser were up in Ontario discussing an announcement that I think is very disappointing. One is the Prime Minister has tried to indicate that he's come forward with a new plan that would deal with housing when really what he's done is mislead Canadians and just re-announce the same existing plan that the federal government has worked on. And he still continues not to address the two biggest issues that the Alberta government is calling on the federal government to deal with to address the affordable housing crisis across our country and in Alberta. One being that we expect per capita funding through things like CMHC across the province to make sure Alberta and all provinces are receiving their fair share of housing money to be able to make sure that we can address this crisis uh, together with the government. 
Uh, second, I'm actually going to say three. Second is that we call on the federal government to meet their obligations on reserve. Uh, that needs to be done, but not to use money from CMHC that needs to be used on projects elsewhere inside places like Alberta uh, to be able to fund their obligations on reserve. To be clear, they need to do it, uh, but they need to use the appropriate funds for that. And then second, we still do not see the Prime Minister addressing what is the largest issue that we see when it comes to affordability uh, going forward, and that is his devastating policies when it comes to things like climate. We have a report out this week from the Fraser Institute that indicate that the Prime Minister and his ministers policies around making changes to the building codes will increase by $35,000 every new home in the province of Alberta. This is the single biggest devastating policy that we see uh, impacting affordability. So I call on the Prime Minister and the federal government to step up to the plate and support Alberta who's leading the way on this and stop making the situation worse. Alberta, we are leading the way on this issue. We're building housing. Calgary, and our plan I should say is working. Calgary is seeing the highest number of purpose-built rentals being built of any year on record. And Alberta's residential construction investment increased by 3.5% in June, even as builds all across the country and every other province went down. And earlier this month, I also announced a brand new round of money to build new units across the province. And I want to encourage all of our partners to quickly get to the table, bring forward projects with that round of funding so that we can be able to make sure to get shovels in the ground. And together, we'll be able to help to give people a place to live, to build their lives, a place to raise their families, and most importantly, a place to call home. With that said, I'd like to thank you again for being here, and I'd like to introduce you to Arlene Adamson from Silvera Seniors to say a few words about our announcement today. Arlene? Thank you, Minister Nixon. It's an honour to be here alongside you and support the strength of your leadership in moving forward this file um, and ensuring Albertans have homes and places that they can have that uh, will serve them for the years to come. Um, it's a great uh, uh, demonstration of the commitment that our province has um, working to advance this agenda item. It is critical. It's not only a national issue, but it is, as Minister has previously mentioned, it is also an Alberta issue. So uh, it is something that we see some strength in our government in advancing, and we're glad to be here. Um, as I represent not only my own organization, Silvera for Seniors, in here in Calgary, but most specifically as the chair and president of ASHA of all Calgary, or excuse me, all Alberta seniors and community housing, um, it is uh, important to speak on behalf of all of Alberta and the needs, which is uh, this investment and this funding will make an impact. Alberta Seniors and Community Housing, ASHA, is a member-driven organization representing all of the uh, affordable housing and housing providers who work towards the objective of supporting Albertans with affordability, supporting Albertans as they age, and ensuring that they have appropriate and supported housing in the community in which they live. Our members provide housing and support to approximately 60,000 Albertans in a wide range of not-for-profit, public, and private housing options. We're all committed to the cause to ensure that Albertans live in a home that honours their dignity and serves their needs. There is a growing demand for affordable housing and rental housing across Alberta. And while more homes are needed, 
it is a priority of the Alberta affordable housing strategy and it being recognized by our government that the current housing stock must be updated, repaired and maintained. And that's why this investment particularly is critical. We do not want to lose stock that we've already got. So maintaining it in this injection of funding will help us do that. So we are welcoming of this announcement, welcoming of this uh, important investment in our housing assets across this province to ensure that they we do not lose housing out of the portfolio while we're trying to gain more housing and build more housing. Nearly 700,000 Albertans spend more than 30% of their income on housing alone. One in seven Albertans are seniors, and this will grow to one in five by 2046. We need to repair and invest and protect the existing housing stock and advance new capital uh, to meet the demand. This funding is an important part of the puzzle, an important part of the solution uh, for Alberta public housing providers, many of whom who operate units that are over 30 years of age. And the need for critical capital maintenance is apparent through most of our buildings. The cost of everything is increasing and we want to upkeep the affordable housing stock. So we thank, uh, a big thank you to this government for making this investment and continuing the ongoing support to ensure these assets remain in the portfolio. Thank you, Minister Nixon, for your leadership, to your team, for working so diligently to advance this. Um, we, on behalf of ASHA, want to continue to work with you on solutions um, and ensure that we both maintain and grow the affordable housing. So big thanks from all of us. Uh, I also want to introduce Gord uh, Johnson, who is our colleague from Edmonton, CEO of Civita. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Arlene, and Minister Nixon, thanks so much for the fantastic announcement today on uh, uh, today's announcement of an additional $60 million for capital maintenance and renewal, renewal of affordable housing is great news for affordable housing providers in Alberta. As we all know, affordable housing is a critical pillar in supporting the well-being of our population and ensuring that every Albertan has a safe, stable place to call home. At Civita, we're acutely aware that many, of our, many in our community face significant challenges in securing suitable housing due to rising costs and limited availability. A lack of affordable housing disproportionately affects low-income families, seniors, and other vulnerable populations. Civita is very proud of the fact that we are able to house more than 15,000 people in need of affordable places to live in Edmonton. Funding such as this is of great importance as these much needed investments will allow us to continue to renew the close to 4,500 community housing properties we manage on behalf of the government of Alberta. Updates such as flooring, more accessible bathrooms, kitchens, roofs, ramps and windows not only help to reduce future maintenance costs but also improve housing accessibility and sustainability making our buildings more resilient and energy efficient. While we continue to build new affordable housing stock, approximately 500 units over the course of the, the last year and a half, thanks to the support by the government of Alberta, we cannot forget about appropriately maintaining existing homes. Through the funding we have received this year, we have renewed hundreds of homes. This new investment will allow us to continue with this momentum, revitalizing even more homes and ensuring that thousands of Albertans have access to safe, affordable homes today and for years to come. 
We have seen firsthand the transformational impact that maintaining and investing in existing properties has on the families living in them, as well as the surrounding community. The effects are far-reaching. Beyond improving safety, proactively addressing the maintenance requirements keeps homes up to date. Renewed homes help to build a sense of belonging in community, creating the solid foundation for families and individuals to contribute to their community. Minister Nixon, I would certainly echo Arlene's uh, thank you. On behalf of Savita and those that we serve, I want to express our gratitude to you and your colleagues for this critical investment. Thank you for partnering with us as we continue to ensure that many thousands of Albertans have access to safe, affordable homes. Thank you. We'll now move to questions from the media. We'll start with reporters here in person and then move to the phone lines. Please state your name and your outlet. We'll do one question, one follow-up. First question, please. Yeah, hi there, Jordan with CTV News. Minister, can you just clarify, I understand some of this money, of course, is for repair and maintenance, but I, I think you mentioned something about bringing units back online. Are there units in Alberta that are in disrepair or, or uninhabitable or something like that? And do you have an idea of how many units this money could help bring back online to increase supply? So short answer is yes. There are units that are, have already reached a stage uh, within our portfolio where the maintenance situation has caused them not to be able to provide a home for somebody, and that will be uh, one of the top targets for this $16 million. I, I want to just be clear on the numbers. Uh, I'm announcing today $16 million on, on top of the $94 million when it comes to maintenance that was already in the budget. So this is a new money announcement. Um, I don't have the exact number of how, what the breakdown of the units will be, obviously, across the province. We're working very closely already with our partners to get that figured out. The department has told me, though, that uh, this will bring on something in the neighborhood of hundreds of new uh, spaces for people to be able to uh, utilize in our province. Uh, and to our validators' points today, also make sure that we're not losing units as we uh, continue to uh, add, you know, target where we need to get as far as houses across the province. And just to follow up, how will the determination be made on which projects get the money first? Will it be based on where the need is the most in different cities? Will it be based on how old some of these units are? How will that determination be made? So the, the department is, is good at this. I mean, they do they do this on a regular basis. All of those will be part of the equation. Uh, need, certainly. I mean, obviously, we're not going to be spending maintenance money on a brand new unit, so need will play into it. Uh, I would also say, though, one of the factors will be speed. Uh, so, you know, we don't... we. Uh, we want to make sure there's the need, but we also want to make sure that, that we can get results as fast as possible with this investment. Next question. Uh, Adam with Global News. Um, Minister, uh, the talk of affordable housing lately, the city's housing strategy is coming up uh, tomorrow at committee. Just curious how closely you will be watching uh, this unfold and how open are you and, and the government of Alberta to take part in some of these recommendations that do involve the province. I think of things like there's some recommendations on tax breaks or some financial supports as well to get more affordable housing online every year. We're, we're I mean, I'm, I'm watching it closely, obviously. Uh, I, uh, I, this week alone, I've met with a few uh, city councils here in Calgary uh, to, to have discussions about wh where they're headed, what they're thinking. Uh, and I have spoken with the mayor about it uh, in the past. Uh, I think a lot of the recommendations are very close to some of the things that the province is already working on with our Stronger Foundations plan, and certainly we support it. And I've been clear, almost everything is on the table. I will say, 
Um, one thing that is not is rent control, and I know that is clearly uh, in, in those recommendations. And full stop, the Alberta government will not be going down the path of rent control because it will make it worse for the people that we're trying to help. I mean, the reality is that the biggest challenge that we face in this province, and I think probably across the country, is access to supply of housing. And rent control, we know, will bring down supply and make the problem worse. Uh, but certainly any solutions that could help us uh, tackle this problem in Alberta, we will openly look at, including ways where we could use taxes uh, to be able to benefit the system and be able to make sure that we can get uh, both affordable housing built and market housing built uh, inside our province. And what are the opportunities, I guess, moving forward? We talk about affordable housing needs to be all three levels of government. Seeing that the province's largest city is putting together a strategy to, uh, to address this, the province has a strategy as well. Are there opportunities for some collaboration to get the attention of the federal government on some of these issues here? Yeah, I think there's lots of opportunities. And, you know, and I, I'll go back to just a few weeks ago where both the mayor of Edmonton and the mayor of Calgary were standing up with me uh, calling for per capita funding on the CMHC accelerator program. I mean, I think it's fair to say that often the mayor of Edmonton, the mayor of Calgary, and my party have different political ideologies sometimes on different things, which is fine. But I think what, we, what that shows is that we were united on the need to create housing and the need for the federal government to be fair to all provinces and to step up to the plate with their end of this responsibility. Uh, and I think you're going to continue to see that. You know, I mentioned in my comments around Indigenous housing, this is a, a big priority for Alberta as provincial government, as well as it should be for the federal government. Uh, and we have seen them neglect that issue for so long. And for what I can tell now is they're using most of the CMHC funding to try to be able to meet their obligation on reserve. I know both mayors would agree with me that the federal government needs to meet their obligation, but they shouldn't be taking money from the cities to be able to meet that obligation. We're going to have to do both. Um, and I, you know, so I, I think there's lots of opportunities for us to be able to cooperate all across governments. I, I do want to also say that for me as a rural representative, um, often the topics that we talk about on this issue, Calgary and Edmonton are, are the biggest issue and, and for obvious reasons. But this is a challenge that we're seeing all across uh, the province. And so I think there's a lot of opportunity for some of our smaller town mayors and Reeves also to help uh, elevate this issue and recognize the unique concerns that we're seeing in smaller cities across Alberta. And we'll certainly be working with places like RMA and AUMA to give them that opportunity. Operator, first caller, please. Thank you. The first call is from Catherine Krakowski, Alberta Today. Hi, right, thanks for taking my question. So going back to that affordable housing asset management framework, the government wanted to get away from those ASHC-owned units because of the maintenance cost. I'm wondering how does that fit into today's announcement? Is the maintenance for uh, government-owned units, um, private units, nonprofit, all of the above? I don't think the government has ever proposed that there would be no way that we would ever fully be out of the ownership of some affordable housing units. Uh, I don't think this announcement changes the position of the government when there are opportunities to be able to give or utilize assets with our nonprofit uh, partners across the province, that that's a better circumstance to be able to put those uh, housing units in. This, this announcement doesn't change that. Um, frankly, we need maintenance done on both sides of the portfolio, which is what this we're including in this announcement. So I, I don't think it changes the position of the government about making sure that assets are in the hands of who can best use them to be able to provide people homes. Catherine, do you have a follow-up? Yeah, it's kind of an off-topic one. Um, the Boyle Street Community Centre here in Edmonton announced it's 
it's moving out of its current location. They mentioned that they are going to be asking the province for some funding for their new building, and I'm wondering if you have had those conversations yet for the new building or for any interim solutions. So Boyle, Boyle Street has not reached out to us uh, for for money yet or, or with a proposal. Uh, I anticipate that one is coming and we will be all ears on that. We've been in contact with Boyle Street. I do think it's important to recognize, I know there's been uh, some rumors out there that the Edmonton Oilers had evicted Boyle Street. Uh, that's not true. I know they've been out to clarify that. I think that's worth reiterating today uh, that the economic circumstances around that location just wasn't going to work anymore. And so we'll, we'll anticipate that a proposal is coming and we'll have a serious look at it when it arrives. Uh, I, I want to be clear on the homeless issue, in particular homeless shelter issues in both Calgary and Edmonton, as well as across the province. This remains the highest priority for the department over the next several months to make sure that we're ready for the winter. Um, I'm getting regular updates on the circumstances in Edmonton and Calgary. In Edmonton specifically, uh, just recently, as you know, Catherine, we did an RFP to add another 100 women-only spaces and 100 Indigenous-only spaces. Uh, we are working towards a plan with our partners that will see north of 1,700 spaces available this winter in the city of Edmonton, which is significantly more uh, than last winter. And we're very confident that we'll keep us in a spot where we will not be over capacity and able to be able to deal with whatever circumstances we face this winter with the homeless population in Edmonton. The same goes for Calgary. So we're uh, you know, Boyle Street, I would see in that context, we will look at their proposal. Uh, they are an important partner to be able to deal uh, and to manage this issue inside of the city of Edmonton. They will continue to be, and we look forward to seeing what they bring forward. That's it. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.